Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, the challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. This episode of Blended Blessed and Always a Mess is sponsored by the children's book, Feathers Matter. As our kids grow up, They face challenges in their life, and knowing their self-worth and their value is crucial to face the headwinds. Purchase this beautiful story to read to your kids and grandkids and start the conversation with them at a young age. They are worthy, they matter, and their feathers matter. You can find the link to order on our BlendedBlessedAlwaysAMess.com page. Mention code hashtag blessed for an autographed copy. Welcome to this week's episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess, where tears will flow. If you don't have your tissue with you, we highly recommend that you have them. We know what's going to happen today. And so if you are familiar with our story, if you're new to our story, tissues are needed for today's episode. So I've tentatively titled today, Angels on Earth. And I think that's fair. As, as they look at me and they're like, start to cry already. Guys, come on. <laughs> but that's the tentative title is Angels on Earth. You know, last week I visited with Shay, who has been my pastor for years, and he was with us in the room. The He was the only person with us in the room that was not family throughout the process, except <laughs> for our nurses. And so this is one of those things where you're like, oh, man, they actually plan things sometimes. Sometimes we do. (laughs) And so today, Bailey and Haley, who helped Hallie, it was always a, (laughs) at some point today, we will mess that up, are joining us to talk about what it was like to take care of our beautiful, beautiful, beautiful daughter and just how amazing, as Shay said last week, the healthcare system can be. Maybe it's not always, but in this instance, he was amazed by the beauty of it. We've always been amazed by the beauty of it. And so we are super, super happy to have Bailey and Haley with us today. Well, I think first of all, we just need to give a shout out to all the nurses and doctors and caregivers that decided to choose this path of taking care of people, because I'm sure you guys, it's a thankless job. You get lots of thanks at different times, but it's also, you show up every day And I cannot imagine how hard your jobs are. Cannot imagine. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in COVID and the shortage and how healthcare systems have changed. So I just (laughs) cannot imagine what you guys deal with every day. So just a huge shout out to all the nurses and doctors out there that show up every day. And I just want to add, I've already brought up, we're not violating any HIPAA because obviously... (laughs) Hallie is in heaven, and we have consented to this episode. So all things are good. All things are good for Haley and Bailey at this point in time. Signing off. 10-4. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to get started by saying that I always say there are no words, and that can mean 
to describe the level of pain of saying goodbye to your child that you saw take their first breath and then see them take their last breath. And even just, I, I tell people when they want to say something to not stress about what they're going to say to someone that's grieving because there are no words. So flip that and there are no words to describe what you guys did for us taking care of Hallie. And I've tried to like unpack it of, of what that felt like because I'm not supposed to be the first part. <laughs> I'm the second. It's fine. <laughs> this is a mess. Uh, this is, is going to be rocky. But you, you took so just amazing care of Hallie, but you also took care of her entire family. And you like cried with us. You were that stability when we were grasping for the truth to not be what it was. And you just, you both will have such an amazing spot in our hearts forever. Like I just, (laughs) I know they're like looking at me crying, but I I just can't describe. I don't know if it's like a trauma bond that we all have. It's a trauma bond. We've talked about it. No, absolutely. Trauma bond is a thing. Like through and through when you say no words, when you're trying to describe trauma bond, there's no words. There's just this connection that is hard to even describe to anyone. You just... It's there. It's there. It's there and you see it. Like, I feel like when we see each other, we don't even have to say anything. It's just like you were forever connected because you were together in the most horrific times. Yeah. Most horrific times. Mm, For sure. One of the things that jumps out at me of just a moment that's forever ingrained in my brain, and I know we've talked about it several times on the podcast, but... Me saying to you, Haley, of like, I can't get close enough to Hallie. And it was just like, we'll get in bed with her. Like, it was no big deal. I think you both. Yeah, you sent the questions. Like, what's your most, like, ingrained moment with us as a family and stuff? And I was like, us accommodating you getting in bed with Hallie. Oh, my God. There was no question. Like, we just had to scoot over. I think it's something, something that is unique to the situation like with Hallie is that there were two nurses taking care of Hallie. One was on the clock. One was not, but also I have that this is family and you, I, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, there's this respect as a nurse. Like you don't want to cross boundaries, you know, like I don't want to touch, touch IV pumps. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. It didn't matter. And I told, I asked Haley, I looked at her. I was like, we need, I yeah. want Angie in bed with her. There's like, no choice. We're doing it. Yeah. I don't like, know that we've shared this. I don't know that we have. If we have, it's been very like minimal for people to f- try to figure out. But the truth of the matter is Bailey is my niece, Lexi and Carter's first cousin. And so she was there when we showed up that night. She then gave up the next two days of shifts and had her best friend in the world and her most trusted confidant take care of our daughter, Hallie. So that's when she called Haley. Haley came in. And so that's why when she says we had two nurses, we did. Bailey was supposed to work. She knew she couldn't. It wasn't fair. It wasn't the right thing. So she called in her best friend that she trusted more than anything. But then she stayed with us the entire time. So we had two nurses throughout the process just because God was really good in that moment, I think. I think that's the best way to probably say it. Yeah, and that moment of crawling in bed with her, like, 
I can't even describe what level of gift that was because there's so many, I've connected with so many moms that have lost their kids and they don't get that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I will never Mm -hmm. forget laying next to her for that day and a half and my arms wrapped around her Mm -hmm. and the twins. They've even said now, like, I wish I would have laid with her longer. And I try to talk about that as much as possible on here. So when people know, because you don't know what you're supposed to do and not do. Like, it's even felt awkward walking in the room of just like, okay, like, do I hold on to her hand? Do I not? What can I do? Right. Right. Yeah. You just don't know what to do. And just to have someone like so matter of fact of like, no No, big deal. deal. Get in bed with her. We'll scoot her over. Yeah. Move her over. And it just, I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We will move things to make it possible, Mm -hmm. but get in bed because you are draped over her sitting that is one of the mem- like things that are ingrained in my brain are you sitting in the chair and draped across her. And I said, no, yeah. this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you're getting in bed. I actually just remembered this. And I guess one of those things you block out of your memory is as we got the phone call here and I can see everyone in our home and I'm texting a guy I know on life flight. And I started texting you. I forgot about this. And I was like, are you working? I need you to tell me that my daughter is not being life flighted to the hospital right now. And you're like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. And then all of a sudden, you did text me back that she was coming. And it was like, like that was like the moment that we all knew, like, oh, God, it's real. This is a real thing that she's being life flighted to the hospital. Bailey has seen it on the board. This is real. And we have to go there. That was, I I blocked that out often. And now just as we talk that through, like. Which is when you called Haley because you knew you couldn't work on it. and mm-hmm. I vividly remember where I was at, what I was doing, how my legs were positioned on the couch when you texted me. And it was a series of, number one, you, in our job, it's never, it's never you. Right. It's everyone else. Like, it's, it's never going to be you. You don't think about it. Like, you go in, you take care of people, you. It's never somebody you know. It's never somebody. It's not somebody you know. And so you, you just don't go there. And then I get that text from Eric and asking, is our daughter coming to university? And I, you just start, I just started going through like, are they on the board? And where's she at? Where's she at? And then Mm -hmm. I started texting residents and doctors and is she coming? Is, and then you get the confirmation. Yes, she's coming. And that is something you don't want to ever have to tell someone and confirm and i vividly remember that one yeah yeah i I think that's what made it real for me like in my mind i kept thinking this isn't real like she angie had talked to her aunt we had called lance we were like maybe but no it's not real this isn't real and then when you were like she's coming and was like get in the car everybody get in the car go to the hospital it still doesn't feel real. No. I mean, it's still like, I, I was actually just telling my mom that today and she says the same thing that there's just times where she's like, I even will say it out loud. Like Hallie, how are you really gone? Like, how are you not here? Cause I could instantly go back to laying with her in that mm-hmm. bed in a second, mm-hmm. in a second, because when you know, like that's the last time that you're going to feel somebody. Yeah. Soak it up. You just, you are present Mm -hmm. that you, you can't imagine how present you are in that moment. And that, I mean, it's just, I keep going back to my mind. That's like such a gift, a painful gift that you guys were able to give to us. 
and to cry with us. That's the other thing. We like were you so, cried like, with so us. connected. Like I obviously like I obviously knew that like Eric was Bailey's uncle at one time, you know, whatever. And then he's still my uncle. Yes, yes, of course, <laughs> of course. You guys are very connected and love it, whatever. But um, later, I figured out I that know. you're connected to my mother-in-laws in a very like very close way too. Right. And I was like, there's a reason that I'm here and yeah. that I'm taking care of you guys. Like, right, no question. But I had no idea. Yeah. I felt I felt like such an idiot actually. It, it was a lot later that I figured it out there. I was like, I know It was this Hallie's lady. it was yeah, Hallie's when I figured it out, it was yeah. after Hallie's celebration life because I don't know if you remember this, but on the left side of me was Molly and Michelle, your yeah. mother in laws. Yeah. And on the right side, you were there. Yeah. And but people were coming at me in yeah. all different I mean, directions. I didn't expect you to so put I that together. never thought you guys yeah. were together. And I think I even said this is, I think you did. And I was like, how do you think nurse. she realized this is the connection? <laughs> like I'm introducing And they're like, you. that's, yeah. That's our yeah. daughter. Yeah, we, so then, we know, we know. A couple days later, Michelle, your mother-in-law, texted me and was like, hey, sorry I didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah. But Haley was having a really hard time. And I'm just like, well, how do you know Haley? And she's like, that's my daughter-in-law. I'm like, oh my God. Because Lexi had said to me yeah. earlier. Yeah. She's like, I think you know, like her mother in law, and I'm thinking, I no clue, mother in law, no clue. And so, anyway, it is a yeah. People are intertwined in yeah. your life and show up for a reason. Yeah, and that's I. It took me a minute. It did take me a minute. I was like, obviously being there for Bailey and for your family and whatever, but like. It took, like, I met you guys once at D-Rose, and I was like, I know her for some reason. Yeah. I, d- I couldn't figure it out. And then, of course, after two days caring for Hallie, it just kind of, like, all connected. Yeah. But I, there was a reason yeah. that we're <laughs> as close as oh we are gosh. and why I took care of Hallie. Yeah. So. I, the other day, I whenever you guys asked us after finals, when yeah. and I was with another nurse that I work with, and you can't do this job without working with people that... Speak you your know language. and speak your language and you like work as a team. Like you can't do it, but everyone is, has a different role and like different way of caring for people. And I called Haley and I was like, look, you don't have a choice in this. <laughs> you're going into work tomorrow. You're who I want. And <laughs> you're taking care of Hallie and that's, that's it. it. And I'm like, you're the perfect person. We are one and <laughs> we deal with things the same and I need, I need you to do this. Like, yeah. And she did. And she's part of our family. You're both a part, like are intertwined, as you said, like yeah. the trauma yeah. that we talked about earlier. Like it's, it's the trauma bond that we all have together and ugh, it's, it's, it's thick. It's thick. Thank you. That's, that's yeah. probably the best way to say it. Yeah. It is thick. Yeah. yeah. But in like, in this, in this instance, it's not something that needs to be negatively looked upon. Yeah. Like this is a, this it was is beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's definitely something that, I mean, we talk about this all the time. We're trauma bonded in multiple ways, just working together. But this specific situation bonded us in a different way and then bonded us together as well. And it's definitely a beautiful thing. Like, I don't want you to be triggered by, you know, the whole thing of me taking care of how, like, I love you guys. I love your entire family. So it's definitely 
It's definitely something. And you braided her hair. Yeah, we did. Mm. It was cute. It was so cute. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it was That's one of my on favorite the parts. That like, was on my list we... of, like... And I said, like, why did they braid her? And she's like, because we were hoping for, like, brainwaves and we were putting things. And, yeah. and you kind of blocked that out because everything was such a blur. And I was like, oh, in my mind, mm-hmm. I had built it like you just did it because you just instinctively knew that she loved her hair braided no. and you did such no, a great do, job on it, the hair braids. And we, we do it pretty frequently. We do, do it frequently. But it definitely it definitely fit Hallie's mm-hmm. like it fit her mold and like what yeah. she stood for and like her whole cowgirl thing that yes. she has doing, which is super yeah. cute. And I was I was like so also another thing that I was super I loved about um making a moment for you guys was taking your neck brace off. Like her being her. Yes. Yes. And that, yeah. that, that was really, mm-hmm. that was really special, I thought. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I think me and <laughs> me and Bailey specifically, we have to kind of approach the fact that like you guys are one in one in a million. We don't, we don't treat every patient like this. I was, I was able to be, you know, 20% focused on Hallie and, you know, 80% mm-hmm. focused on you. And then she was my little liaison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think... I think it's to be clear is like we would love to do this every single time, but yeah. I was just fortunate enough to yeah. be able to do that with the help of Bailey. Yeah. So I would love to do this for every family, but not every family is as cohesive as you guys yeah. are yeah. and welcoming and you wanted our support and we were mm-hmm. able to help you. So yeah. we really do appreciate that. You made it easy. So easy. Well, but there were so, so hard. Many of us. <laughs> but so hard too. Kind of a big family. Yeah. Just a little bit. But the entire family, the entire blended family, like mm-hmm. they all knew you, both mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. and just, I, uh, yeah, there's there's no words. Yeah, I mean, it made the twins. I'll never forget them saying, "Oh, this this looks just like what's on TV." And I'm like, "Oh my god, they've never been in a hospital before, never, yeah. not even to see like a newborn." Yeah, and that was their experience. But but you also, as traumatic as it was, you guys made them feel comfortable if comfortable is even a word you know what i mean they felt like they could come and go they felt like it was okay to be in there Mm -hmm. that they could hug on her and do whatever they felt like they wanted to do i vividly remember you guys you Haley, you went with eric angie lance and michelle Mm -hmm. into the conference room i hate that freaking room the room is terrible it's the the worst room ever it's cold it is the cold terrible bad dreams yeah it's terrible terrible room traumatic room but you guys went into the room and i had a moment with the kids and Hallie, and we surrounded her bed and all the bed rails were down (laughs) and they they got to ask questions like questions that i don't think that they had like felt like okay this is a good time to ask like you know like yeah and inquisitive and very inquisitive and curious but very real questions like I felt super comfortable with you. Very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, can she feel us? Does she know like those kinds of questions? Can she hear us? Like, yeah, you know, and your answer is always yes. There's, they're always there. Always. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's, she is here with you in some way. Yeah. yeah. She's here. I always like, I explain it in like a purgatory kind of situation. That, like she's here with you. Always. So if you want to hold her hand, if you want to hug her you do it. And I said, and I kind of bridged it with what, what's Hallie's favorite song? Like what song would she want to listen to? Oh right now? my God. <laughs> I already know what that is. And 
they, not appropriate. That's it was not. It was that's fine. okay. But they all went around and they played Hallie's favorite Aww. songs, and each one of them, without even being prompted, talked about their favorite times with Hallie, their favorite things, what they were going to miss about her. And all of it was just so real and so natural and having that moment with them. Mm. And, like, everything was so... I mean, there was not a second that wasn't tense, but, like, just feeling like they could take a breath and Mm -hmm. just... Be. Be. Yeah. I saw that, and that, to me, was... I'm so glad that they had that Mm -hmm. for a second. Without the parents in there. Because kids, I think, naturally, they spend... I feel like, for sure, in this situation... They've, they're like looking out for the parents, like, oh my God, I've never seen my mom like this, or I've never mm-hmm. seen my dad like this. And that is what consumes them. And so them to be able to have that moment that we're not in there, that they yeah. could just think about Hallie and not think about what kind of hell their parents mm-hmm. are going through because they don't, they never see parents mm-hmm. at that level of mm-hmm. hurt and pain. And I think that's when I summer asked if she could get in bed with, with mm-hmm. Hallie. And that's when she did. Yeah. That was, that was special. Yeah. That was special for them mm-hmm. and for me, but that was special for them. They needed that. Yeah. I I think they also had Bailey to introduce to them that they're also losing somebody, not just them looking out for their parents, yeah. which is like a big deal. I think like Chase had a like, he was our little security guard. Oh, that's, yeah. That sounds dude, right. That sounds dude, right. Like, I was like, he'd come up to me, he'd be like, Haley, can I bring X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, Let's take a peek on who's in there, you know, like, and do all this stuff. Yeah. Like, he was our little security guard. <laughs> yeah. He was just, like, bringing people in, and he was, like, looking out for you wholeheartedly. Yeah, I remember we was. had, like, a solid two-hour span where, like, nobody, like, she's, like, having her time, like, leave her alone, because it was, like, in and out nonstop. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, your little security guard. I slept for, like, an hour, maybe. Yes. Like, With, total in, yeah. like, 48 hours. I yeah. would say a week. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, that right. too. Right. Yeah. That was something else that I vividly remember too, is him being so strong for you. That has not stopped. Yeah. That kid yeah. Has, I was, I was like, like, I just love that about him. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that's to be admired. And I think it's something that is going to serve him in yeah. multiple ways in his yeah. life. But he's, he's so sweet. So sweet. I would just say, um, and I love this because this started as a blended podcast and we have an episode from our first season where he was the, he would call me the devil. <laughs> Because I'm his stepdad and you're the ah, devil yeah, and yeah. I'm trying to get him in. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, I am so proud of him and I love him so much because he is a man. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a husband and a father and a, a, a protector. He's a protector. He's a protector he and a caregiver. And those are his qualities. Yeah. And he has done that for his mom all year long. Yeah. And his sister. Everything. Like, yeah. He is a protector. Just, if I yeah. could just say, it's why he called me the devil. Right. Yeah, he's like, he you're not coming sure. in. Yeah. He's like, no. So he is a protector. <laughs> I love it. And then there's the honor walk. Oh, girl. Oh, babe. I haven't been to one since. Oh, you haven't? No, seriously? I'm, no I'm serious. They're I'm both serious. shaking their head. Really? No. I think Howie's honor walk was the most profound honor walk I've ever been a part of. 100%. Mm. I, not, not only because we were involved in it. It was just the amount of people... Just the support and the love that lined the entire, the entire hall. Like mm. people, your family, your huge family, but not only that, just healthcare workers. Healthcare workers. Mm. They were, I mean, so much love and support lining those walls. You're telling me both of you've been there the last year and you haven't gone to one honor walk. I went to one and I had to walk away. So I have been, I've been involved in a lot of 
MTN cases, and I I used to personally. And that's Missouri Transport Midwest. Oh, Transplant. Midwest Transport. Yeah, Transplant, Transplant Network. Oh, um, and so I I because I worked in the narrow ICU prior to. SICU. And I, I, I loved that aspect of my job. I think honor walks were a way for people to appreciate the grieving process, but also appreciate the giving of, you know, mm-hmm. of life and stuff. But like I said, Hallie's honor walk was the most profound one that I've ever been a part of. One of my vivid memories, and it, it just kind of shows like the extent of the impact and that she's made on people um, was my mom. She was there and she has no idea like what any of this she's coming to support Lexi Carter. You all like, Mm -hmm. and I had to hold her up in the hallway because she, it is just an emotion you cannot describe, Mm -hmm. but it's so beautiful. But that is one that I don't think will ever be topped. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I actually watched it yesterday for the first time since it happened. And I mean, you just can't watch it without being in awe. The pain in everybody's faces along the hallway and just even looking at myself and you and you like, it's like, who, how did I do that? How was I even walking? And then you see because everybody. Because you are a badass. Yeah. <laughs> and you, sh- I mean, I just. I, I just, even in the room and saying goodbye and all, like, I prayed so hard for Hallie to go peacefully because I didn't want the twins, the kids to see that. And I didn't even know she passed. Yeah. You know, and it was like, yeah, give her, and I was talking, give her a last kiss. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I was talking she- to Bailey about it. I was like, I don't know if this is something that I should talk about because I don't think it's something that you guys have prefaced, but I think. Allowing me to be there in that moment with you guys um, and to ensure you that she wasn't in pain and she was going peacefully. Yeah. Yeah. that I cherish that. Yeah. You were so amazing. Like, I just. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Good one. Uh, I vividly, I, I replayed that almost daily. I shared that with Shay last week on the podcast. Uh, my wife cries a lot for the last year plus as a mother would to where it's like, almost like it's just, she, she's used to crying. I mean, that's what she did. And she never cried before that, but I replay pretty much daily in my mind. And I not really shared this because I've really struggled for several months. I'm, and I feel like I'm doing a little bit better, but I replay pretty much daily. You telling her that it's okay to let her go because she's gone. And then her screaming and then me trying to pull my family together, and I replay that all the time. I am so grateful it was you, <laughs> Haley. And then just, it was a, it's a painful beauty. The way it all happened was so painful, yet beautiful, and I'm trying to change it from um, something I was angry about every day happening to something that was really beautiful and how it happened, that there was no pain. And it's... Um, it is a moment that as a parent, you never forget as any human being, you never forget. And then at the end of the day, you know that I I would assume our kids don't forget it either. And so it's like, how do you deal with that and move forward? And I'm trying to reprocess all of that into uh, 
that was a moment where God interacted and intervened very well with you. Mm-hmm. Angie had the grief that she had, and now he used it into this moment that was so painful for all of you. I was literally welcoming Hallie into my arms. When I think about it that way, it changes the anger that I had into more mm-hmm. of a joyful union of, God, I want to be there someday as well. Right. Okay? So mm-hmm. that's where that's going. But I will, I'll be really super honest that for at least six months... A lot of You're anger pissed. of every day reliving that. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I had not shared that with you. Like, super angry. But I could relive you being, I see you. Like, I see you above her, above Hallie. Yep. When I say her, above Hallie. And Angie on her chest. And then you say, it's okay, mama. Like, she's, and then the scream. And then me trying to care, gather my children. And all. And that's the, and doing all the things. things. Yeah. yeah. Awful, 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 awful. Yeah. And it was all not the way it's originally designed no. to be. No, yeah. no. And I think, like you said, you can find comfort in the fact that after that moment, she was more safe than she's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's all. That's the only thing that you can, you know, kind of move yourself towards. Right. Another painful, beautiful moment tied to all that is the twins just got their permit, and they ask you if you want to be an organ donor, and both of them. Without even skipping a beat, said yes. Yeah. Of course they do. Mm. I mean, I I think that's something, too. People don't realize how, what a gift that is and how they're truly honored. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no idea that they did all that. No idea. Yeah. It is a, it's like a moment for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, I would say it's almost more beautiful than a funeral procession Mm -hmm. or like, you know, a visitation. Mm -hmm. Because they're there as you're as yes. you're saying yeah. goodbye, and like I felt no need after that to do any type of no, just yeah. It's like we already had that for mm-hmm. people yeah. that were there mm-hmm. holding us up as we walk through the hallway with her. Yeah, it's definitely a it's a different situation, and it's something that until you experience it, whether as a provider, oh healthcare provider, or a family member, like it doesn't make sense. It it, it doesn't. But like I said, you're mixing grief with with positivity, right. and like new life and right. all of this stuff, which is like really, really, really profound and really, really hard to understand. Yeah. Because you have, you know, mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, us as healthcare workers, we're taught to kind of separate it. And there's no possible way that I could have. That's what I was going to ask you guys is like, how do you deal with this on a regular basis? So hopefully this is a, a one-time thing for us. Right. And we never have to go through that again, but you see it every day, Mm -hmm. especially working in the ICU. So Mm -hmm. how do you guys handle that? Okay. So we were talking about this earlier today. You know, we spend our entire nursing school career teaching teaching us nursing skills-ish, you know, and then you get out of nursing school and then your entire first year is figuring out how to be an actual nurse. Nobody actually ever teaches you that. Either you have it or you don't. In the name of self-preservation, you you figure out how to separate. You have to. You, I mean, you have to. But in cer- certain situations, it is appropriate to not. And this was one of those. I have, so I have a book. It's like a notebook, a journal. And I will write down certain patients and just like the date. So I never forget it. And there are five of them in there. And you cannot do it for everyone or you will mentally not be able to, I mean, you won't be able to function. So you 
there's just something that brings you to be able to decide when you put every like hundred and ninety seven thousand percent into it and you just know but you have to be able to separate it yeah because i don't know how you could turn it off like you would have to be connect you would be connected Mm -hmm. to every patient that you had and i i mean i can't even imagine that yeah i'm a very does it take a long time to sort of be able to turn it off so my entire like my entire first probably almost year and a half two two years probably was figuring out how to separate it before i went home or even separate it in the in you know in the moment because it was us critical care nurses we're able to work under pressure and we're able to fix things when it's not fixable mm-hmm. etc like that's that's kind of our skill set but like i said i'm we did you guys just see that she's here guys she, our she lights might be just here. flickered how Hi. showed up what up babe <laughs> hey girl <laughs> Um, oh but I think we, <laughs> of course, we, we all saw that. I, yeah, I don't really know oh what to do gosh. from now on. Yeah. I don't know what to do from here. Okay, girl. She's like, you need to pull it. Down. Yeah. Every, she's every... like, get it. Have the day you deserve. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. will never hey, forget that. We yeah. used that the other day. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> all of our, uh, just to specify all the lights in the house just went flicker, flicker. Yeah. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. you're talking about me and yeah. talk shit. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> that's right. No, but she's I, like, hey, quit being so sloppy. She, she would say that. She's, she's like, you get it together. Rob. Yeah. Why do you have a box of tissues at the table right yeah. now? Because uh-huh. you're, you're, I have never even met you, but apparently I'm warning you. So get it together. <laughs> yeah. That light has never done this. No, so this one has it. Uh-uh. No, never. Okay. Well, there's that. Leads us to our next question, which was since having yes. passed, we have talked so much about the number seven. And, you know, when Chase this summer, we were on family vacation and he had appendicitis, empty room. There was no one at the hospital. They put him in number seven. Mm-hmm. Tonight's episode is season two, episode 52. Five plus two is seven. Seven's a huge deal <laughs> in our family. And how has that room been for you guys since then? Bele, bele. All the things. Take how it. has Hallie's room, number seven, been for you since that day? I avoided room seven for the first a long time, a lot of months, long time. I avoided the high, like our, so the unit split in two, you have a high side and you have a low side. I avoided the high side for about two months. I avoided room seven for a good six. And since then, my patients in there have been ones that I have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Aw. And love that. you don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like. Our, not in our realm, by any means. You can cut this out. Like, <laughs> our job sucks. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> no, our job sucks. Yeah. And, like, patients are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. How mean. am I going to cut this out? You can't. This is legit part of the convo. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but. But also, don't fire me. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> I mean, I've had, in the last month, I can tell you that I have been called names five shifts. I've had a cup thrown at me. I've had, like, I have shut a door and said, when you want to be a decent human being, I'll be back. I know you're safe, but I'm shutting the door and I'm walking away. Like, oh my gosh. That's common. Th- that happens more times than anyone knows. However, I have not had a patient that I have not enjoyed in room seven since then. But with that being said, seven has popped up in the hospital for me. In multiple ways, like CM just had his ablation and we were put into, when we were checking in, we were put into number seven. 
everything else was empty. There were two open. It was like two and three or something. They put us in seven. And then I was with dad and my dad and I had a whole, well, dad had a whole slew of appointments and they put us in seven for like Sam's post-op room whenever he was being recovered. Seven. So seven's just continuously popping up. Has she messed with lights like we hear about so much? She's done in our home, the home that she first grew up in with mm. with Angie and Lance. Has she messed with lights? She seems to like lights, like we just saw in the last couple of minutes. Our lights in our apartment, in our master bathroom. Oh, yeah, they have been doing that recently. Flicker all the time. She likes to mess with lights. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. As we've already covered today... This is a instance that you can't do with every family, but, and you were like, this isn't going to be our family. And then for you, Bailey, it was, but what is something that you want families to know if they're in critical need, critical care, and they're coming to see incredible nurses like yourselves? What do you want them to know? You're doing this for a reason. And I do think you're special human beings. Like we just talked about, you have to check at the door when you leave. You're special human beings. What do you want people to know? We're here. And we, we want to take you in and emotionally be available and however you need us. And we will meet you there. You tell us what you need and we will make it happen because no one prepares for these moments. There's no way that you can prepare for it. None. Even in times whenever you're, you know, it's coming, like mm-hmm. you have no idea how to act, react, what emotions are real. You don't, you have no idea. Cause you could, because you can't imagine it. Like mm-hmm. we all say that, like, I can't imagine. And it's like, that's so true. You really because can't. you really cannot imagine what it's like until you're in it. I also think that our goal, the tiny duo that we are, we wanted to make this really, really tragic moment for you guys. Just a little bit better, a little bit easier. I mean, I'm thankful that we succeeded in that. Um, Hyper achieved. Yeah. That, by the way, hyper achieved is a great, yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So I think. If we could do this for every family, we would. I don't think we would emotionally survive it. But we try to make it a point that we're available to you if you will accept it. I mean, a lot of people grieve in different ways. So it's Mm -hmm. really hard to kind of accompany that in. And you know what I mean? Right. So it's hard. Just know that most of the nurses that are taking care of you in these moments want, want to be there and want to meet you where where we need to. So let us know and let people help you. That's a good one. I love that. I just want to point this out. As I had Shay on, our pastor last week, who was in the room with us, God makes no mistakes. We say this all the time. Like God knows every hair on your head and, and through life he makes no mistakes. And right now it's very painful for us because it feels like it could be a mistake at times that she's not with us. But I just want to take it back to how God works. And that is something we kind of shared today at the beginning. And that is... When you were a six-year-old little girl, Bailey Ann, <laughs> God put me into your life as your uncle. And then 16-ish years ago, I was, you know, life happens and divorce happens and we were not close, but we, we always stayed close. You and I did. Yeah. And so then here we are, 23, 22 to 23 years later with our beautiful daughter who we love so much that God says, you're going to be the nurse that orchestrates everything that happens to her over a two-day period. And that's a God that doesn't make mistakes, okay? That's a God that is involved in all of our lives and orchestrates what's happening. And that's some of the painful beauty 
in what we have witnessed. And so, because if not for you, then you don't call Haley, and the two of you don't work on this. And that's all because of something that happened 23 years earlier. Yeah. That's amazing to me that that can happen. I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. So I think a good way to kind of wrap up this discussion with the angels among us, for sure. Stop it. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, you, you haven't seen yet. Why would it Okay, anyway. So what's next for you two ladies? I mean, you're definitely a dynamic duo. Like you mentioned, you both have this like... We're a two for one. Yes. It's a radiating personality, both of you. I mean, you can't help but smile. Yeah, our husbands are screwed. Yeah, baby. Yeah, one's getting married. Yeah, Bailey's going to get married. married. We're going to graduate next December. If you need a nurse practitioner, practitioner, I'll do what I can. Are you, are you going to start your own business together? Thought about it. Ooh, that's a possibility. That's what you should do, and your uncle knows how to market. So hey, just, you know. okay. All right. Well, do the next together. year, y'all, if you need us, we got you. I love uh, it. We'll Girls, be graduating. We I, don't have any idea what we're doing. No clue. As far as, like, after this. No. We know what we're doing figuratively. Right. But, but I can't wait to see what you guys do next. I know. We're going to rock it. You're, I have you no have idea. gifts. No, no. You have yeah. gifts from God, for yeah. sure. And just know that, like, Hallie is with us all the time. All the time. Oh, she makes it now. Yeah, she does. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Be flickering she has superpowers. I know. Oh, yes. She does. Yeah, I never met she her. here, and she still does. Yeah. I mean. I never met her. I know, but life, she but like, would absolutely like, we would love be you. Haley. Very, very, very oh, close. Yeah, the two of you are like spirit animals. <laughs> yeah, she for sure. She would be like, holy sure. crap, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, I'm an older version of her. So uh-huh. I, I definitely rep that. So I'm here for it. Love it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Fun. Yeah. Tears, but fun. also fun to good. connect. I think it's been very needed. Yes. Like, yeah, we haven't gotten together and talked no, for a year. We missed you guys. I mean, and I told Haley, I was like, we we went through that. And then, like, and then it was like, gone. Okay. Then next yeah. week, we have shifts. We have new patients. We have this. We have that. We have school. We have yeah. all, all these things. And we weren't able to talk through it in the yeah. least amount. So, no. like, we really haven't. This is us mowing it over. It. Yeah. It it takes it, time I mean, to sit in it. That we've really talked about it. If really, I'm completely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we healing. Talk about it and we cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we stop. And then we're like, Which okay, I think is not super healthy. No, yeah, really you gotta get it out. Probably Trauma what's bonding? next for us. Get it out. Working on it. No, yeah, we'll be fine. Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you. It'll definitely be fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hallie won't let it not be. Oh no, no. she'll make sure. Yes. These are our angels on earth, our angels among us, and we appreciate both Bailey and Haley spending some time with us talking about Hallie. And at no <laughs> point did we mess that up today, which is maybe a miracle. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Well, so with that being said, we hope you have a wonderful week and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.